What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Call to Comeback podcast. My name is Bobby McGinnis, and I'm back with Tom Spallone. And today we have a very special guest, Julian Penza. He was on with us last week, and we're excited to have him back. Tom, how's it going today? I'm pretty good. I'm uh, I'm ready to go here. We got Penza back on. This is gonna be a, this is gonna be a great podcast. Hello, hello, Julian. Welcome back. I hope you uh, had a good weekend watching sports. I know uh, you're a big Eagles fan, right? So. Uh, There's not much to talk about there. We played well. I don't want to. I don't want to talk too. You don't want to start off with the Thursday, the Thursday night game against uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. It was, uh, it was much closer than I thought. I'll say that. We brought it back. We played decent. We gave a good fight, and uh, I don't know. The season doesn't look great for the Eagles, but we got a nice Vegas matchup coming up. So if we can win that, I'll be happy. Yeah. As long as we do better than Giants, I'm I'm okay with it because we can't catch the Cowboys yeah. anymore. They will most likely be do better than the Giants this year. I, I think that's a good uh, good prediction right now. The, uh, the Giants are a really bad football team. Um, I, I really want everyone fired, honestly. I think Gettle needs to go. I think Judge needs to go. I think they need a clear house and uh, just rebuild because this, this rebuild with Gettleman was not a good rebuild at all. It reminds me a little bit of the uh, McHagnon rebuild with the Jets. It was way too many Band-Aid fixes and not enough like building from from like the bottom up so what you yeah. see with like right now like I, as a Jets fan I'm honestly content with what Joe Douglas is doing because it's different than what we've had in the past you could tell he's giving people like prove it deals and he's trying to draft and build through the draft I think that's probably the approach that the Giants are going to need to go with with the new GM that they'll probably hire next year because this is you don't you, don't, you see with the band-aid fixes like the Jets had guys like Tremaine Johnson it just doesn't work and you're seeing now you give big money to guys like Bradbury or Galladay or, or Leonard Williams and they need to actually be like amazing in order to be worth every penny of that deal. So the problem is when your team only has one win through this point in the season, you know, they're not they're not worth that paycheck that you gave them in the yeah. offseason. And uh, no, that's true. the QB over there is not looking too hot anymore, is he? He's coming back down to reality? Or what's going on? Back to earth? Yeah, Welcome so, back? So QB scenario is honestly a question mark because we know Jones has some solid games, and then we know he turns the ball over ten times the next game. So I think a lot of it on Sunday was had to do with the Rams' defense being a top, probably top three, top five defense in the league. And when Tony goes down, Galladay's been hurt, Barkley's not on the field, your starting left tackle, Andrew Thomas, is, is down. Basically every weapon you can ask for is down. Uh, it's going to be really tough for your quarterback to perform. But that doesn't mean you still throw three picks and fumble the ball twice and just... Just an awful game on Sunday all around for Jones and everyone. I don't know. I think you're honestly going to have to draft a quarterback, especially That's what I was going to ask. I was going to go, if you get top five, top ten, are you mad about a QB pick? No, I think, honestly, you do need to go QB because it's going to have to be a full rebuild here. I don't think you can keep Jones anymore. I don't think you can waste the fans' uh, time anymore another year. I think everyone needs to be fired. You get a new QB. I mean, you have the Bears pick right now. They're sitting at three and three. You'd have to imagine they don't do better than, like, 15th so you're gonna have a top 15 pick with them and then the Giants are definitely finishing top 10 if not top 5 so you're gonna have two picks in the top 15 this QB class isn't showing to be that strong but it's still early in the college season so we'll, we'll see but I think they got to go QB and then either edge rush or another lineman
What, well, if, what if Jones picks it up and he and he starts performing like he did in the beginning of the season? Well, then well I'll say this. I, I'll be the first one to tell you. I'm a Daniel Jones hater, and you know that, <laughs> Tom. I, I hate Daniel Jones. I do not think he's a very good quarterback, but I was actually surprised this season because he came out very strong. And you know what? I don't want to knock him too much. He did have three interceptions against the Rams, which is uh, atrocious. Like You can't do that. Yeah. Um, however, the game before that, he was knocked out with a concussion. So getting back on his feet, I mean, going up, like your first game back, well, I mean, it's not like he missed a game, but you come back the next game, and you're going like, against the Rams defense. Tom, you mentioned they're probably like a top three defense in the league. That's a tough task for anyone. So I'm not going to rip Daniel Jones just yet. Even though, like I said, Daniel Jones hater. But I'm going to give him some more time. And I'm not going to say that the Giants need to draft a quarterback just yet because they have a lot of other pieces. You mentioned addressing the offensive line again. I just got a tweet. Andrew Thomas is now placed on IR, so he's out for another three weeks. And not does that only hurt Daniel Jones, but that also hurts the development of Andrew Thomas. And you know what? The, the Giants very well could go out and address offensive line again and just keep beefing up whoever will be quarterback for the future. You know what I mean? These hog mollies, you get a couple good ones, and they'll protect whoever is in the backfield, um, whether it be the quarterback or the running back. And you you put anyone back there, and they'll probably succeed with a good offensive line. I mean, it starts in the trenches. Yeah, no, you're right. I think Jones is honestly a guy that's going to have to – be on a really good team to have a really good career or a really good season because I just don't think he's going to be able to last on the Giants. Holding on to him another year is like you can do that, but it, you're honestly just wasting time at this point. Like you hold on to him another year, like what is he going to do? Is he going to put up like Kyler Murray numbers next year? Like no, that's obviously not going to happen. But if he goes to a team that's like established, I'm not sure what team that could be, but just hypothetical here, you put him on like the Browns offense or you put him on like the Cardinals offense, like he's obviously going to be a much better quarterback. I think that was similar with Sam Darnold, who did not have a good week on Sunday, but similar with him, like the Jets, like he can, he could have hung around there, but like there's so many missing pieces on the offense. Like this guy's just not going to get it done for you if he doesn't have a perfect scenario, if that makes sense. Well, you make a good point about this scenario, but another thing to it is is the contract, right? So Daniel Jones, he's in his third season now. Uh, next year will be his fourth, and that's when you start to negotiate with your you know, your first-round pick because they, they do have that fifth-year option, but do you really want to be offering big money to a guy who hasn't really proven anything over the last three years, or do you want to start fresh with a new quarterback, new head coach? Like you said, that's exactly what happened with the Jets. It's not that Sam Darnold was a bad quarterback or a bad fit but it would have been I believe his third or fourth coach in as many years and it just made a lot more sense to start fresh with a younger guy who you'll have control of for five years speaking of Sammy D what about that game that game was nuts yeah, I was poor, actually poor shocked us. that uh, they came back in that game and sent it to well, OT poor guy I mean one of the, the receivers couldn't catch a ball it was yeah. like the Eagles from last year if you, I, uh, if you remember that that was awful yeah, they I mean, poor. Sam Darnold didn't look good, but no, DJ DJ Moore. He definitely deserved a little bit better statistics than he put up. You're right. DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson had a few drops there down the stretch. Um, I was like I said, I was shocked that they even came back in that game. Um, they scored a touchdown and then went for two, got it, sent the game to OT, and then, um, as most people know, the Vikings were able to walk off with the victory. Uh, I was watching that game closely, um, and I was I was actually more impressed with the Vikings. I. I I don't think they have a chance to contend with the Packers in that division, but I mean, sitting at three and three, they could make a push for one of the last wild card spots. Yeah, they're not a bad football team. It's just that I think they're always giving their fans a heart attack in the fourth quarter. They had a, a two possession lead uh, in the fourth quarter, and they somehow blew that, and then ended up winning the game in overtime. But they, if they cut down on the 
the blowing of games, I think they can definitely be, at least in the wildcard conversation, they have a, a really good running back. Kirk Cousins is actually having a pretty solid year if you look at his numbers. And uh, their weapons on offense, Thielen and Jefferson, and even that kid K.J. Osborne this year, I mean, he's got good receivers up. to throw to. I have to disagree with you, but I think the Cardinal or the Vikings could hop in first. Oh, there. come on, dude! They were a field goal away from knocking out uh, the Cardinals off their little winless uh, record there. Okay, and they got two games against the Packers. If they win, if they can get one-one or take Split. both, you actually think they have a chance to beat Aaron Rodgers? Yes, dude. Yes. The Packers look really strong this year. <clears throat> like even in games where they look like they're behind, like even in the start of the last week against the Chicago Bears, it looked like they were behind. And Aaron Rodgers just hits that next gear. And uh, he's playing with confidence this season. Yeah, ever since losing that first game against the Saints, they've really been on a tear. And uh, Aaron Jones has looked really good, too. And Devonta Adams, that offense is just clicking right now. Yeah, another game that we saw go to overtime is uh, the Cowboys-Patriots game. What are your thoughts about that one? I mean, it says a lot about the Cowboys, but I think it says a little something about the Patriots, too. I think this Patriots team might actually be worse than they were last year. That game was interesting. That had a lot of personality in it. I like that. And that's surprising from the Patriots. You don't get a lot of personality out of those I'm, games. I'm actually shocked that the Cowboys are 5-1 and one with Mike McCarthy. I mean, uh, terrible coaching down the stretch. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Mike McCarthy, honestly. I think his play calling is just really not good. But got to give credit to Dallas this season. They're sitting at 5-1 five one, five and one right now through six weeks. And um, they're honestly putting it together this year. We we haven't seen that the past few years. We know this offense and what it's capable of doing with Zeke. And Dak Prescott is honestly having a phenomenal season uh, with Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb and, and even Dalton Schultz. We know what that offense is capable of, and they're really putting it together this season. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe they can make a run. They're, they're locked to win the division. The Eagles, yeah. uh, the Washington, so the Giants are not going to even put up a, no. a fight there. I mean, I think they're going to get knocked out in the playoffs probably to Early on? Either, I don't know if I can say tough. that yet. Like, it, it really depends Dude, on the matchup. Their defense is great. Their it defense is early, looks way better than what any of us like thought. It's not better than the Giants' defense. Like, yeah, like, like name a team right now that in the NFC that would – Beat the Cowboys easily. I'd say you, you still got to put the box up. But if you put the, easy. the, the first put game the of the season, I believe the Cowboys only lost by like two points to the Bucks. I know. And that was game one. But we're talking playoffs. I'm going to take Brady over Prescott. I mean, obviously, yeah. sure. obviously, like, done to my head, I'm taking Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. But don't count the Cowboys out. No, I'm not counting them out. And then I'd say their offense could put the up a fight. Team, the only team that I think they would really struggle with is the Cardinals. Cardinals, yeah. I'd still put Rodgers and Green Bay over them. I'd go. I think Rams the Rams. Could, I think the Rams could run through them. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, they'll be in. I the, think, they, the I think the Rams would expose the Cowboys. I don't think. I think. I think. I think Stafford's a beast quarterback, and then yeah, their run game looks really good. Their team is strong. Their defense is strong. It's, it's Stafford. Really Stafford's a top three quarterback right now in the NFL. He's got to uh, be. You're name number TB. Name th- no TB's one. He's Mahomes. not. He's Mahomes not top is two. Three. And Stafford's three. Nah, I'm putting Josh Allen over Stafford. You're putting right now. Josh Allen, who just lost to the Titans, over. Uh, yeah, but he still had a good game last Stafford. night. He still had a good game last night. What about the MVP leader? I mean, what about the MVP no, leading we'll MVP the candidate, Kyler Murray? What about him? Let me let me see let me let me dive into uh, the stats real quick for Matthew Stafford. Okay. Nah, Matthew Stafford's a beast. He started having a great year. I wouldn't put him three though. I mean, all right. So he's third. He's third in the league in passing touchdowns, fourth in yardage, and first in QBR. 
I mean, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. I mean, from the outside view, yeah, it doesn't. no one's going to say, like, Matt Stafford, because he's always been, like, a good quarterback, but, like, no one's ever said he's, like, top three. And talent-wise, like, it's, everyone's always thinks, like, Mahomes, Allen, Lamar, the guys who can do it on their feet. But uh, Matthew Stafford actually took a page out of Mahomes' book the other day against the Giants <laughs> and threw a no-look touchdown pass, I believe, to Cooper Cup. Stop that. That's because yes. they're up by so much. They can do whatever they want. They were playing around. Yeah, they are playing with their food. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, Stafford could very well be MVP candidate as well. No, he is. He'll be up there. Stafford's definitely top five. And I think if, if you told me in the beginning of the season that he was going to be top five QBs, I would have been like, yeah, that makes I mean, it makes With sense. With all those weapons. All, yeah. yeah, I mean, he got the new team. He's always been good on the Lions, and they've never had anything. Yeah, on, so. exactly. You want to talk about MVP Besides candidates? Him. How about last night, Derrick Henry? I think he's up there now. I mean, it's so hard for a running back <sighs> yeah, to win dude, it, he but should get it. he's going to have should. to keep it up. He should. Derrick Henry. He deserves it. Oh, my he's gosh. A beast, Derrick Henry. He, it's six games in, and I think he has, oh, I think he's like 793, 92 Something like that. Crazy, yeah. That is 10 touchdowns. We're week six, boys. Yeah. Week six. This is unheard of. It's yeah, crazy. so he's this actually, he's first in yardage, like you said, he has well, set, 783. 783. First in touchdowns with 10 and first in, in rushing attempts. But the Titans touchdowns. are so smart, so they just keep feeding him. You you yeah. look at the Browns, they have another good running back with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. This past week, uh, Nick Chubb was out, but they're going up against the Cardinals and they refuse to run the ball. They're passing the ball right out of the gate and immediately making mistakes, three and out. All of a sudden, they're down 14 nothing to the Cardinals and now you can't run the ball. I don't understand that. how you don't stick to what's worked all season. Uh, arguably, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Derrick Henry is the best running back in the league, but I think the Browns have a top three rushing offense, if yes. not the best yeah, rushing offense the, this year. Yeah, top, top and, three for sure. And how do you come out of the gates passing? It doesn't make any I, sense I to me. I think the reason for that was because Chubb was out, and they, I guess they don't want to use Hunt like they use Chubb, even though Hunt can be a running back. We saw with the Chiefs. He's the number one. They have, so they I don't have know a little problems going for it on fourth down. What are they, what are they doing? It's always the, the first quarter. They, they go, it's like, remember, fourth and six against uh, the Chargers. It was fourth and six. Right. First quarter, they went for it. They, they go, didn't st- even get close. Stefanski doesn't like taking his points but, and, a lot. And, and it was why. fourth and three against the Cardinals with a chance to I don't know if it was to take the lead or make it seven three, but they go for it again. It's just yeah, like it's, right. I don't agree. Take with your all that. points. Like I know the analytics is huge, and it does make sense to go for it when it's short. But fourth and six and fourth and three is. And we've seen it this season too when they job. do go for yeah. it or when they do get the touchdown, they'll go for two out of the gates. Yeah, the Chargers do that too a little bit with their new coach. It's like they're playing Madden. I don't get it. It is. It is Madden esque. It's almost like yeah, these want- coaches have. Are like growing up playing Madden in 1999. <laughs> that, must, that must be it. But I want to go back to uh, the Bills-Titans game last night. And you're watching there. The Bills get down. And they're in the red zone uh, with, I believe, like 22 seconds left. They have a fourth and one, and they decide to go for it rather than sending it to overtime. I totally disagree with that yeah. call. Ooh. I think Sean McDermott was being way too aggressive there and trying to say, we're going to end it here. We're better than you. We're going to punch it in. If they send the game to overtime, you're, no one's going to sit here and tell me that the Titans are going to beat them in overtime. I'm taking the Bills high-powered offense going right down the field on the Titans defense all day. That's all I'm yeah. saying. It becomes such a coin toss, though. The coin toss is like so it's huge a little, no, every time. It's, a little, it's almost like overpowered. It's like you win the coin toss, you have the ball first, yeah. No. Oh, it, you, you have the you have the like it's the balls in your court. You can do what you want. Like the, true. the thing is though, the Bills defense uh, they didn't really show up last night, but before last night they've been good all year. Yeah, Their defense is good, but it's just tough to stop Derrick Henry when it, when you can sit. I mean, how yeah. many the guy got like three touchdowns? Only twenty right? carries last night is actually not a lot for him, but he did have three TDs and one hundred forty three yards rushing. It's tough when he's just getting the ball every time and he's just running guys over. Fourth and one though, I like it. I like the call. I don't hate the call. In the moment, I thought they should have kicked the field goal, but. It's just really tough because the play before, Allen made an insanely good run, and he hopped over a defender and leaped 
for the first down marker, and he just came up short. So it's just a tough scenario there for them. I mean, I don't, I don't hate the call because it's an inch. It's literally fourth and inches, and the Titans guy just made a great play by jumping the snap and and stuffing him. So like it's if tough. You have, if you have Derrick Henry, you're going for it. Yeah, yeah, but the, but the problem, the thing is, like, if I if I was the Titans, I'm going for it because I believe that the Bills are a better offense, and the Titans don't. The Titans would see themselves in that opportunity and say, we might not have the same opportunity in overtime. If the Bills get the ball first, game's probably over. Yeah. But if you're the Bills, you could say, even if the Titans get the ball first, there's a chance we hold them to a field goal or less, and we can go down the field and score a touchdown with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Sanders, Beasley was going off last night. I mean, that's such a good offense. I don't know how you don't trust them enough. To kick the field goal there and send it to overtime. It might have been one of those things where it's like you're away from home, end it now. I, th- I think a lot of teams do that when they're away. On they the road, and, yeah. yeah. When they're on the road, they try and just end it quick. Just get out of there, get in, get out. Yeah, I mean, looking at Allen's stats, Allen had a pretty good game. He did have that one pick, but uh, he threw for over 350 yards, and he ran the ball pretty well. But, I don't know, that was just a really good game. These these primetime games have – every single primetime game this season has been a one-possession game. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but every game has been one possession. So they've done an That's insanely insane. good job scheduling these games. Yeah, that is good. And uh, I think the viewers just – <clears throat> through the roof, but Titans did get three sacks last night. I think that was big. The Titans D-line did step up in big scenarios and got to Allen when they needed to because we know that secondary is not good. Janoris Jenkins was on <laughs> Stephon Diggs a few times, which was an absolute nightmare for them. <laughs> but their D-line came up big and, and stuffed Allen. That's, that's just a huge win for Tennessee. Yeah, one more thing that I want to touch on uh, in the football slate before we move on to basketball is that Ravens-Chargers game, boys. Last week... You guys, you gave me a little bit of crap last week when I said that the Ravens would be making it to the Super Bowl. And you were telling me that the Bills, the Chargers, those are the teams to beat. And you know what? The Ravens, you got to put some respect on Lamar Jackson. Chiefs still exist. I'm not excited. <laughs> the Chiefs are exi- – no, Chiefs existing. That is, like, basically, like – all you could say right now because Mahomes in the first half of these games have looked terrible he did kick it up in the second half and like the Chiefs are the Chiefs they easily beat the Washington football team but um it was close there in the beginning and we've seen Mahomes now make mistakes that we're not used to him seeing and that scares me a lot yeah I'll be all right you also saw uh, Tyreek Hill come off the field for a little bit and with an injury, and you saw Kelsey hurt his wrist, too, with an injury. And they both ended up coming back, and they're both going to be fine going forward, but that worries me a lot because if one of those guys get hurt, I mean, the, this Chiefs team is a completely different team without one of those guys. Yeah, I agree. That is true. That's that's the only thing that scares me it, about the they Chiefs. They rely so heavy on their offense that if any of their offensive weapons go down, Mahomes, little, like anything, like any knock could be very, 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 very ugly. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, that Ravens game, I, I don't he thought the Ravens were going to win on, on Sunday. They're home against the Chargers, and I just think the Chargers' run defense is not good enough, and I, I knew that was going to be a bad matchup for them. The Ravens run the ball a lot with Lamar and with all their running backs, Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, and I knew that was going to be a bad matchup. They stopped the pass well, but they don't stop the run well. Ravens ran the ball down their throat, and the Ravens' defense absolutely locked up Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and Herbert. Nothing Chargers could do. That was a pretty easy win for the Ravens. And we know Lamar is just great in the regular season. He continues to have another good regular season. And uh, I think the critics are still out there for him now. Until he can prove that he can win in the playoffs, which we'll obviously see later on this year, I mean, I I don't think people are going to be putting them over the Bills yet or uh, putting Lamar over Allen or Mahomes. Obviously not Mahomes. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. I mean, I I don't even know if I can put him over Herbert this season. Dude. They just, um, he just, he just destroyed there. Herbert. Yeah, but Herbert has been so, so good. Yeah, but no, so he's, had Lamar, such a, he's had so many tough games, too. He's Lamar been so has good. been great, yeah. too, and people don't want to give him the respect that he deserves. 
That, he's that, been good, but he's made some crucial mistakes, and especially against the Colts, he's making a lot of mistakes. Especially that fumble. It's just yeah, that was the a thing, bad one. He, I mean, he did turn up though. He made, he bounced back. They still huge, came right? back and won. The thing yeah, with him is just the consistency. Comeback. Like you, like yeah, it's true. You just like the passing when you got got a ten yard route. The guy in front of you got to hit that like nine times to ten times out of ten with him. It's like he sometimes he's missing these throws that you just can't be missing. That's the thing. But then he's making the high rate highlight reel play that you love to see. So yeah. the biggest thing with him is if he can be consistent, he can definitely be, be up there. I th- he also, I think his team has had a lot of drops too. I remember early well, on. Marquise Brown yeah. is the king of either making yeah. an insane catch or dropping a lot of passes. He's pass, literally, so yeah. he's JJ Arcega-Wise. Yeah. <laughs> well, another good thing about the uh, Ravens receiving core is they got back uh, their first round pick, Rashad Bateman, and he actually he looked, looked pretty, he actually he looked looked pretty decent. I remember seeing him. Yeah. So he didn't mm-hmm. like he didn't fill the stat sheet with any touchdowns or a lot of yardage, but I believe he finished the game with like six targets, and that's pretty good for a player who just came off IR. So look look for him to get going moving forward. So you got Ravens over Chiefs right now. Yeah, I do. Right, I wait do. Until Chris Jones comes yeah, back. I, I got I got Ravens over Chiefs Chris right Jones now. Comes this, back. The same way that the Chief, uh, Ravens beat them in the regular season earlier in week three. Right, right. So the Chiefs defense is going to get better. Two. I don't think I don't think this defense is that as bad as it should be. Like it's bad yeah. right now, but it should be a little bit better. Like it shouldn't be good. Over. It should be average though. The defense should be average. It looks. Yeah, they got looks playmakers on the right D. now, and it shouldn't be bottom ten. It is bottom ten D right now, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, we'll see. The Ravens are hot. They've won five in a row now. I'll catch you in a couple weeks. I'm still very high on the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens are great, of course. But. All right. Well, you know what? Let's switch it over to basketball right now. Tonight. Our favorite sports. Yeah, right? We, we had a lot of debates about this uh, in the in the dorm room last year. But tonight we have uh, two very good games. We have the Nets. They'll be taking on the Bucks uh, in Milwaukee. And then we have the Warriors visiting the Lakers. Um I'm not going to get into those games too much because I think we should just talk about the season as a whole. But I think uh, the Bucks will probably take the game tonight against the Nets. They're going to have a little ring ceremony. Wow. Giannis Ooh, is like going to be Bucks? feeling it. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie yeah. has been the biggest distraction to Brooklyn ever since he got there. He's not playing tonight. It's just KD and Harden. I mean, they're still going to do their thing, but it won't be enough to beat the defending champs. All right. I'll take the Nets. If I had the pick, I'd take the Nets. Give me uh I agree. Give me one of the best shooting guards and give me uh, one of the best small forwards of all time. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, I like the Nets tonight. I mean, it's going to be a great game, uh, Eastern Conference rematch. But, um, yeah, I think KD's just so good. Harden's so good. But the one thing I want to see with Harden is this is the first game, this is the first year where we can't do any of those those uh, oh, yeah. fake shots and then lean into it and then get the foul because they took that rule away. So I want to see how that affects Harden's game. But, uh He's still a great player. I think he'll still he can get, shoot the lights he'll still out. get his 15 free throws in. He gets, yeah. he gets fouled. He gets hacked so much. He gets he a t- yeah, ton of free throws for him, which is big. <coughs> it's going to be a great game. And then that Lakers-Warriors game is going to be, I think, pretty good. Warriors are without Wiseman, and uh, their draft pick Kaminga is going to be out tonight, too. I'm pretty sure Clay is still recovering. So they're a little banged up, but they still got Steph Curry. And Moses. And, yeah. He's going to make his debut. I think he'll be a beast. That's the kid from uh, Arkansas, from right? Arkansas, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really excited for that second game, Warriors Lakers, because I want to see how this Lakers team gels. Me too, I really do. Yeah, I want to see how Russ plays with LeBron. See, Russ, we're see some Mello. I mean, I think it's going to be really like, fun. Mello's in the starting lineup tonight. He is. It's like yeah. if this was 2014, we would be smiling every year. <laughs> oh, it's, well, it's <laughs> basically so it's basically the 2014 All Star game. Yeah, right. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now that this is going to be an exciting Lakers team to watch, and actually, I'll take that right into what I was going to say next. They're actually my favorite to win the finals this year. Lakers, Lakers right are the favorite. You're going, yeah, that's going your right favorite? into it. Lakers are winning the finals this year. Brown's getting another ring. Um, I, I just, I think this is this is definitely the team. I mean, it's a lot of old guys, so you gotta 
you got to hope that they stay healthy. But you forget, so I feel like people forget how good Anthony Davis really is, and I think he's going to really have a gr- have a great season because he's, he's really going to have Westbrook looking to pass him the ball. LeBron's now a pass first guy. He's going to be looking to dish the ball off. I mean, this team, uh, they have all the pieces. Let's see if they can put it together. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to if Russ can stay consistent on offense too as well because <clears throat> they're going to need that extra that extra help that they didn't have last year on the offensive end. They really struggled in the playoffs on the offensive end. They did, yeah. When uh, AD went down, they looked they looked like a bunch of kids running around with LeBron as the captain there, and it was just awful. Like, the offense was non-existent. There was nobody. So if Russ can come in, fill in, and just be efficient, I don't know if he has to drop 25 every night, but if he can just drop 18, 20, 15 just in these the playoff games, and yeah, and get like his 10 assists that he does, mm-hmm. and he's doing that on like 9 for 15, 7 for 14, whatever he does, if he can just, that would be huge for the Lakers. Yeah, that's what they're missing, honestly. Yep, and then what do you think about it, Tom? What are you thinking for the uh, your uh, finals prediction? Or not finals prediction, but rather, who do you think early on winning it all? I think you're going to go safe here. I think I know you He's like. going Brooklyn. I think he is. I don't know how you can call yourself safe. a Knicks fan and then pick Brooklyn to win the finals. That is disgusting, but he's going, were... on, he's going on uh, his brain, not on his heart. I didn't know you guys were reading me that well. You're right. I am going the Brooklyn Nets. Um, <laughs> no Kyrie. It's probably going to be no Kyrie the whole season for them, but uh, that might be a blessing for them because that guy is just a uh, a nuisance. But, uh, I, I mean, it's his decision not to get vaccinated. I, I agree with it, honestly. It's his freedom. But, uh I, I still like them hard in Durant. I agree. I think I think they're gonna get it done this season. I mean, I'm a Knicks fan, so obviously I don't really want to see them win. But I mean, it's you can't stop. They're that. the favorite, so it's a safe pick. <laughs> it's a safe. I think there was something like 72 out of 100 GMs think the what was it? What was the? It was something like 72 percent of GMs think that uh, the uh, the Nets are gonna win. Oh really? Some absurd stat where it's like 70 percent of like I don't know if it was like NBA managers slash GMs or something. I have no idea. So no one's taking the Bucks to repeat. I'm not taking the Bucks. Nah, I, it's extremely tough to repeat, and I don't know if this Bucks team's good enough to repeat, unless Giannis just goes like LeBron mode, yeah, and just carries them. I don't, I don't, I don't you know. know they, I think they, they honestly, besides, they had a huge Nets win, and then after that, the Suns was a bit of a easy finals match. I don't want to be much easier than the Eastern Conference match. I think so. Similar to the Jordan era, right? Yeah. The the, the tough Eastern Conference match, than the easy wet, the finals match. Yeah, I think I think the Suns was like one of the softer teams that come out of there. I mean, yeah, Clippers. I think Lakers would have put up a better fight, healthy. Maybe Dallas. Maybe Dallas. Doncic was just looking really good. Like Mm -hmm. I think, but I mean, the Suns they they gelled really well together, and they will this year. But yeah, yeah, I feel like you guys are kind of disrespecting some of these teams. I mean, the Suns actually showed out last year. They're a good team. And the year before in the bubble, I think uh, the Suns are a good team. They've earned my respect. They are, but like what you're saying, easier matchup. Like I think Clippers or Lakers would have been a much tougher matchup for Milwaukee than the Suns would have been. Well, that's another team. Or no one, no one thinks the LA Clippers can make a run without Kawhi. I don't know. I mean, I don't know when he's coming back and what he's going to be like when he comes back. What's yeah. the timetable on him? I'm actually not sure, but they still. I Probably mean, mid-season. they still have a I good team. Mid-season. They still have a good team around um, Paul PG. George, and if they could build around that, I mean, the thing is, Paul George he hasn't been amazing when it's been him and Ka- uh, him and Kawhi on the on the floor at the same time, and you know you know how he is in the playoffs. I mean, playoff piece. 
terrible. Yeah. Um, but you know what it is when 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 it's his own team and him on the court. I mean, he's been good when he was in his prime. We're talking like Pacers years. I mean, he was nice. He was really good. Top player in the league. He is. I th- he still is a top player in the league, and he still is a beast. Even in the playoffs, I think he gets way too much uh, discredit there for his performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the bad one and the the hubble bubble bubble season, <laughs> whatever that was, whatever the side of the backboard last minute. <laughs> Three that was. I don't know what was going on in his head, but that was bad. That was real bad. I'll give him a pass there. And then he looked good. Uh, he looked really good last season on the Clippers in the playoffs. He looked good. I mean, I don't think he was bad at all. I don't. I think he honestly shut us all up. Yeah, no, he was good. I think they're a good team. I just don't think they can get over the hump. Honestly, yeah, they can get that ring. I I'm looking know. at these teams. I, I can't pick. I can't pick. And every team has their problem. Like every yeah. team. Lakers are old. Nets are missing their third best player. The Bucks repeat is tough. Yeah, like, yeah, there's a lot of Suns yeah. are Suns point guard is old. Like every team I look at, it's just like ugh. There's a question. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I like anyone. I don't. I don't even have a prediction to give you guys. It's okay. You can no, go I ahead and say it. that the New York Knicks are gonna win. I'll go with the Sixers. <laughs> I'll go with the Sixers. We're Dude, gonna get rid of Ben. Stop. We're getting rid wow. of Ben. We'll get Bradley Beal. We'll get Bradley Beal. Let me give a little public service announcement. Julian Penza is a, a Sixers Hornets fan. fan. No, <laughs> stop that. Dude, stop. Ben Sixers? Simmons, we just saw today, Ben Simmons is going to be suspended for the first game because he's refusing to go in a drill in practice. Do you nah, know how pathetic nah. that is? We, he, tough, he, tough look. he is acting like a child. Yeah. He's not very I mean, you can't, you can't go out and say that Kyrie Irving is a distraction to the Nets when Ben Simmons yeah, is ben Simmons doing is, the exact same I think thing he's on worse. his team. I think he's worse. I think he's more of a nuisance. This yeah. is like you're showing up to practices and actually just... He's lurking around. At least Kyrie just, is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, that's fair. And you're just giving around. You're just getting bad energy. It's not like it's not like Kyrie doesn't want to play. No, Kyrie's just out of sight, out of mind yeah. right now. I mean, Ben Simmons is standing right there. Ben his Simmons teammates is, are saying, what the hell? Get in the, get in yeah, the drill. You know ben what I mean? Simmons is like head down, shoulders down. How frustrating do you think that is for a player like Tween. Joel Embiid or T- Tobias Harris who are actually out here? You can tell how much they want this. I mean, they literally call Joel Embiid the process. <laughs> I mean, he's he's the guy. Like He has all the weight on his shoulders, and he's got to deal with this nonsense. Hey, watch it, watch it. It's don't, pathetic. Don't it's drop tough. the process like that. Yeah, are we still trusting in it? How many years are we going on now? Eight? Seven, eight, nine, nine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We've been trusting the process for a long time. I don't want to hear nothing. We'll be, keep processing. It's all right. So uh, I say real quick, let's head over to a little award predictions. All right, I'm fine with that. I'll uh, I'll start us off with an MVP prediction. I look at a guy right here, and I do not like his team, as I mentioned earlier. I do not think they're winning the finals, but he got damn close to winning the MVP last year, and that's James Harden. And Mm. he does not have to be the number one on his team. A lot of teams are going to be looking to defend KD and shut him down first. That's going to be their primary goal. I think James Harden has a really good opportunity. You saw a a thing in the past with him is that he wasn't passing the ball as much, and he was always taking the most shots on his team when he was with the Rockets. He averaged a lot. How many assists did he average last year, Tom? I think it was over 10. I mean, he once he came to the net. Once he came to the nets, it was definitely over ten. And uh, I think that that's going to really help him win this uh, MVP award. He was in the discussion last season. Obviously, Jokic came away with it. But I really like James Harden to win MVP. He's got yeah. really good value on the on the sports books. Yeah, he, so he's he ten point nine. Right, so exactly. So I mean, you got a guy who's averaging over ten assists. Um, I really like James Harden. I think he's going to do even better, or his numbers will be even better without Kyrie on the floor. I'm not sure if Kyrie will play at all this season, but I think if he doesn't, it gives him an opportunity to to really win this MVP award. 
Uh, that's a decent take. I like that. I think I'm going to hop in with the uh, number one, the young Slovenian lord, Luka. I think he's going to have a crazy season. Yeah, I think it's going to be absurd. This is going to be a nuts season. This could definitely be his year. Mm -hmm. he, easily, he could drop, he could average 30 points, 10 assists, 10 boards or something crazy. Like, maybe not 10 boards, but like 10, 30, 10. I mean, how can you get in like a four seed, five seed? He's clutch three too. Seed? He's absurd. He's he's one of the best players in the league. If it, if he can uh, keep his three-point shot consistent, because I know it's been dipping a little bit, but that might be because of the volume he takes. If he keeps that uh, consistent, and maybe because he's taking it off the dribble more than catch and shoot, which is just harder, then he's just going to be unstoppable. I mean, he's unstoppable in the playoffs. Yeah, I know. I think of that one. I believe it was Mike Brien on the call, and uh, uh, Luka Doncic hit that deep three, and he said, bang! I, like, I always think about that. I mean, he's he's clutch. Um, I mean, Luca is definitely, like you said, he's the favorite to win this year. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all. He's that guy. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, uh, a little boring, but uh, I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> uh, I like Luca Doncic, honestly, too. Honestly, he's this guy's just really grown on me. Like a year or two ago, I honestly wasn't sure if he could be like the face of the league, but he's just proved everyone wrong. And uh, I really like him a lot. I think he can shoot anyone on the court. There's really no... There's really no flaw in his offensive game, if that makes sense. He can pass the ball flashy to whoever he wants. He can shoot basically wherever he wants, and he's just great with the ball, and he's just great at finishing. So the only thing that lacks is his defense, but it's the NBA, and there's not a ton of defense yeah, in the regular season at least. So I, I think he's he's definitely going to win. He's the favorite, but I, I like yeah. him a lot. And I've never seen defense take a MVP award away from yeah, someone. Yeah, exactly. so. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, so before we close out the show, I just want to say – Julian Penza, you're a big uh, Knicks hater, so yeah. I was wondering, do you think they're going to make the playoffs this year? That's that's obviously Tom and my team. I want to hear your true, honest opinion on the New York Knicks. Uh, I said it before, and I'll say it again. They're not making a top six seed, that's for certain. Okay. Uh, they're not better than the Hornets. They're not better than the Celtics. They're not better than the Bulls. So they're not better than the teams that they were ahead of last year? No, it's a new year, Bob. We're but did the Knicks, but but let me let me tell you this: Did the Knicks get better or worse this offseason? They got better. I think they got a little bit better. They improved. Right? How did they not get better when they add Fournier, Kemba Walker? I mean, I think they, they, obviously, they obviously got better. Now, what you could counter and say is that these other teams got better too. I'm the Bulls thinking more of my additions. counter is is Randall legit. I mean, he kept it up. For, he kept it up for 82 games last season. But the playoffs look terrible. You talk I'm about not, Lamar in the playoffs. Randall in the playoffs is a worse. Uh, is a worse combination. That is. That is something ugly. That was. I mean, I told. Like I said, I said it before the playoffs started. I told you guys, Randall is gonna get stopped. Offense doesn't know how to stop one-star teams. Like it's not that hard, especially when it's coming from a like a power forward. It's a lot easier to stop an all-star power forward center than it is a point guard. I agree with that. I mean. I'm going to give the guy a little bit of, cut him some slack here and say it was his first postseason, but um, it was a really bad showing, honestly, from the whole Knicks squad in that postseason uh, against the Hawks. But um, I'm excited. Season starts tomorrow. I, I think this team is a playoff team. I'd say they're going to finish around 7, 8 seed. Yeah, that's what I had about. I, had, I was thinking 8 or 9. So in that case, do you think they're going to be in the playing tournament? 
I mean, eight's, yeah, well, eight is a plan tournament, actually. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, you're right. I don't I, I hate like this that. garbage playoff I, I tournament. I mean, it's like, it's like, what why, is it, seven, eight, nine, ten? Why play, like, plan? Yeah. Why I play 82 games if you're going to let over half the teams get a chance to make the playoffs? It's yeah, ridiculous. You should cut the games then. They should drop it to like six. And then you have baseball, which yeah, is 162 sure. games, and only like a third of the league makes the playoffs. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't understand. I think that's a lot better. I think only the good teams oh. should make. If you, you should earn that playoff spot. We shouldn't be giving teams who are like 500 or even almost under 500 a chance to play in the Mickey yeah. Mouse playing tournament. Where they can just where they can just relax the whole season and yeah. lollygag I'm around. And be like, oh, we're 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 fucking just we're 20 and exactly 25. We're fine. We're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you're just gonna see like load management left and right. I mean, I don't I don't like it at all. But. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. But um, yeah, no. I mean, this Knicks roster they got depth. I think getting Kemba Walker, Fournier in the off season, they're they're not all star moves, but they're it gives you depth. And Kemba, I think could. I don't know. I think he can relive his career in New York. He's he's from he's from New York. I think this could be big for him. Uh, they're opening up as favorites against the Celtics, which I don't think that's happened since the mellow days, honestly, yeah. with I, no injuries, is, barring. I'm gonna let's play a little game. So, Ready? I'm gonna name teams, and you two are gonna shout out better or worse Knicks. Knicks are gonna be are they better or worse than these teams? All right, fair. All right, we'll yeah. start off. We'll go Miami. Worse. Close. It's close. You think that we're worse than Miami? Yeah. They had Kyle Lowry, and all of a sudden we're worse than Miami. They have Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson. They had Jimmy Butler, nice, Duncan, Duncan nice Robinson three, last right? year. I, I know. And Hero's but, bouncing back, too. He's not doing well. Hero's bouncing back? Hero's but good. RJ didn't get better? Oh, come RJ, on, man. No, RJ is getting better. But uh, the, the Knicks had a four seed last season, and that's clearly an overage. Like, they're not going to finish higher than a four seed this year. You know what I mean? So we can well, look I, at last year, but that's the Knicks' highest point, and this is Boston's and Miami's lowest point, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously not finishing higher than a four seed with uh, the Bucks in the conference so let's, and let's, the Nets in the let's conference. Let's keep it quick. Miami, are they finishing higher or lower than the Knicks? I'll say they're finishing higher than the Knicks. Bob? Lower than the Knicks. All right, we'll move on to we're going to hop in with we'll go with the Hornets. Lower than the Knicks. Lower. Lower. That's honestly tough. I'm going to say... That's a close one. I'm going to say lower just because I think the Hornets are a little too inexperienced. I think they are too. That's what I take. Bridges and LaMelo are great players. Yeah, and I'll defend real quick by saying, if you want to talk about teams that overachieved, yeah, you can name the Knicks, but you better name the Hornets as number two because they also overachieved last year. You look at that roster on paper, they have no business being in the playoffs. I I don't think at least playing. I think LaMelo is... Apparently, apparently everyone has a chance to make the playoffs with the playoffs. Oh, yeah, so, now everyone can make but the no, they have no yeah. business being up there. Then we'll hop in with the Pacers. That one's a little closer. That one is close again. Lower than the Knicks. That actually depends on how, because now they have Karis Levert, right? Yes. And so I they mean, have, they have a little injury riddle. They have a little well. injury riddle team, though. It's kind of weird. Like if that team's yeah. if that team's healthy, I'm actually worried that they could be yeah. ahead of the Knicks. I think I got them over. And then what about the new and improved Bulls? So that's that's, a, that's a team that I need to see before I, I name yeah, anything. Yeah, that's but really I'll, tough. I'll, I'll, I'll put them ahead of the Knicks. Well, yeah. preseason they looked really good. They got DeRozan, Levine, Vusi. They have the guys. They have a nice little. Lonzo Ball is not. Lonzo Ball is a nice little fourth edition. No, I'll, I'll put them ahead of the Knicks yeah, right same. now. So what I'll does that put us two. right now? Six? Five or six? About what about a team like Washington? Garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Come on. No, yeah. ser- seriously, like, who are they going to lean on this year? Rui Hachimura? <laughs> yeah, I agree. No, they should be bottom. Bradley, yeah. Bradley Be- unless Bradley Beal is after yeah. 35. Oh, well, okay. That, no, that's fair. Bradley Beal. They got, they got the best player. Bradley Beal probably be, Bradley will probably be traded midway through the season. Yeah, I think so, honestly. They, yeah. should, they should just... I was actually surprised that he wasn't traded before the start yeah, of the they season. Yeah, they should just get rid of the roster. Just 
get out of there. Just start over. Yeah, they're they're not in a good spot. Let's go. Right now. Uh, I got two more for you guys. We're gonna go. I'm gonna go one more east, and I'm gonna go. West, I'm gonna go two west teams actually. So three more. I got Raptors. Mm -mm. No. Nah, I don't think so. Either. I don't think so. Either. It's gonna. It might be close unless if they can start off hot. Or I something. don't really think it's yeah. gonna be that close. I actually just saw this. Uh, the Raptors have Precious Achua. Was that part of the Kyle Lowry deal? Because uh, Precious yes. Achua oh, yes. was on yes. the Heat last yes. year. Yes. He's not bad. I liked him a lot coming out of college. Yeah. Memphis. So who did they get? They got Goran and uh, Dragic. Yeah. Dragic yeah. and Precious. Okay, right. that's that's an interesting. That's a young team though. And then what about the Grizzlies? Now this isn't more of a higher low. This is just a better or worse. All right. Yeah. So better than the Knicks. Better. Tom Ryan's gonna. Tom Ryan's really good. Yeah, John Ryan is really, really good. He is a beast. He can. Yeah. He can do it all besides like maybe shoot. I mean, you look yeah. at it, then you look bad. at a team like the Grizzlies. So they're the Western Conference. So I really don't care how good they yeah, do this yeah. year. But that's actually like interesting. I think they're kind of similar to the Knicks in the sense that they're a very young team. John yeah, Morant fully healthy. JJJ fully healthy. I mean, this t that team could actually be pretty scary. Yeah. Um, last year they saw Jaron Jackson got hurt, so that that obviously kind of killed them. Um, and Ja was banged up here and there. So I think that team that team could be good. That they team I Steven think could Adams be impressive. Now, a and lot then of Loyalist Finest. Is yeah, his son going to be behind uh, Steven Adams? Uh, I think he, he might They're, they're going to have to develop him a little. They, so they reached for him. So I mean, they must like him. Right. Yeah. Like he was not supposed to go. To, he was not supposed to go. He's still in development, though. He is, but I mean, he's got to be getting some PT if they're gonna make that that high of a pick on him. Like, yeah. They, tra they traded up for him too, as well. So it's not like. No, they definitely like him. Yeah. Well, our one friend that we've had on the podcast before, Eddie Stankwick, is very high on John Morant this year. He actually has Jaws his MVP favorite. So. Wow. That is. That is if he wins MVP, that's that'd be pretty. So that tells you something that some of our friends think about the the Grizzlies. They could be decent. And then my like last it. little team comes with a little caveat here. It's the uh, Portland Trailblazers, and does Dame get traded? Or does Dame remain on the team? And are um, they better? I, I don't know, actually. I, I say, all right, are we still comparing them to the Knicks? Yes. All right, Trailblazers are a compare. much better team than Knicks. Okay. I'll, I'll, make it sure. I'll stick to that. Yeah, no, no, no. I, was a I actually, I don't, I don't think Damian Lillard gets traded this season. I Part of me thinks that he wants to do it in Portland. He's got McCollum with him. Um, I think, I don't know, I think, I think they could be a decent team this year, and... I don't know. I'm a big fan of Nurkic as well, um, man in the big man spot. If they could actually pick up another piece halfway through the season, if they could be buyers instead of sellers, they could potentially make a run. But it's going to be tough yeah. in that Western Conference. I think if they go, I think if they start off real slow, like twenty, if they're twenty five, thirty games in and they're under five hundred, they might just say, let's just, they might just say, let's scrap this. We're we're the tenth seed in a tough conference. Let's scrap this. Prepare for a couple, five more years. Well, if yeah. they decide to break it down, I really hope that Leon Rose is making some phone calls <laughs> for the New York Knicks because oh, no. I would yeah. love to have Damian Lillard in the garden. Not happening. I, I, I wanted yeah. him over this offseason, but he didn't want to get traded, and Portland wouldn't trade him, obviously. But, yeah, it's tough because in the playoffs, it's just he's just the one carrying the load, and even guys like McCollum aren't stepping up and helping him out. So, I mean, if they are under 500 early on, I could see them maybe looking to trade him. Yeah, I think so. I'm excited, though. Season starts tonight. Yeah, should be good. All right, well, that is just about it for this last episode. Thank you, Julian, for coming on. I'm sure we'll have you on again. You've given us a, a couple ideas that we want to implement in the future Thank as well. you, guys. Thank you, guys. It was a lot of fun. I love uh, coming on this thing. Yeah, for sure. And talking about our sports that we love to do. <laughs> Knicks and Sixers. All right, well, we'll see you next time on the next episode of Call It a Comeback Sports Podcast. I'm Bobby McInnes alongside Tom Splone and Julian Penza, and we'll see you next time.